Good morning, good morning, good morning. Hello, hello, hello. How are we? Are we all good? <laughs> I really, really hope so. Oh my goodness me, I am fine. Absolutely. Um, absolutely tickety tickety boo. Uh, and I really hope that you are all too. I know. Well, so stops yawning. <laughs> um, I know somebody who's going to be absolutely fine today. Um, would it be somebody who's turning four? Mm -hmm. I wonder who that could be. Scarlet. What a lovely name. Well, it is your birthday today and you are going to be four. Oh, four. Well done. Now, Scarlet, I hope you have the best birthday ever. And, and I really, really, really hope that you get everything you wanted and everything you asked for and lots and lots and lots of presents and lots and lots and lots of cake because that's more important than presents <laughs> so scarlet have a lovely lovely day okay um um right the riddle from yesterday well did anybody get it well nobody sent me in a answer so um let's see what it was i am bought by the yard but worn by the foot. What am I? Carpet. Oh, you buy it by the yard. How many yards you want? And, but the foot, your foot, where's it? Oh, of course. Now, I am going to give you this riddle, which is today's riddle. Okay. So what kind of coat is always wet when you put it on. Ugh, wet coats. Ugh. So what kind of coat is always wet when you put it on? Now that is today's riddle. So let me know the answer. However, um, there is a very, 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 very old and famous riddle. And it says, what came first, the chicken or the egg? And then you have to think about it because obviously a chicken lays the egg. Yeah. But a chicken also comes from an egg. So which came first, the chicken or the egg? Well, just so you know, I'm going to explain it because there has to be egg comes first. <laughs> Because dinosaurs laid eggs long before the evolution of chickens. So the egg came first. There we go. Not sure about, you know, chickens, but I know that dinosaurs laid eggs long, long, long before uh, the evolution of chickens. So there we have it. Hmm. Now. Um, I have to say hi to Lily. Uh, she said it's 
been a long time but she's back so hi lily i'm glad you're back really glad um missed you <laughs> and i'm gonna do a fun fact what's the fun fact well the fun fact is about astronauts not the actual astronauts themselves but the word astronaut so the astronaut word is made from two ancient Greek words, okay? So astro means star and naught means sailor. That was in ancient Greece. So it typically means star sailor. How awesome is that? So you don't want to be an astronaut. You want to be a star sailor. I would much rather be a star sailor than an astronaut. <laughs> it just sounds much more, oh, lovely and ma magical than an astronaut, doesn't it? Do you not think? Hmm, I think so. Now, I have got an experiment to try. Okay, so simple as well, but it's so pretty. Now, you can either use celery or um, you can use... Um, white flowers or white cabbage white flowers are actually really really nice they make it look prettier okay so what you do what you need is about six either celery sticks or flowers uh, they've got to be white though um otherwise it doesn't really work and you if you put you know, if you put the celery, um, if you use celery, sorry, uh, make sure it's got leaves on the top. Okay, so then what you do is you get six glasses of water and put a different food colouring in each one. Okay, then I mean you don't even need to use six. However many bit different food colourings you've got, you can use. Then you pop one stick of celery or one flower into each glass, okay? And then you wait, um, probably about a day, um, but keep checking it because I don't know exactly when. But if you do it at the beginning of the day in the morning, then um, it would hopefully by the end of the day, you'd see a little bit of a difference. But you will see that as the water goes up the stalk of the celery or the stalk of the flower, the top, so the leaves of the celery or the petals of the flower, will change colour. They won't be white anymore or pale green in the, the case of celery. They will be whatever colour the food colouring is um, that you've got in the glass. So you'll have pretty, pretty, pretty flowers or just different coloured celery. You can still eat it, obviously, because, um, you know, can you imagine your grandma coming to stay and having tea at your house and you putting some celery on her plate and it's bright pink or something? <laughs> 
she'll wonder she'll think that you've painted it um so you could play a trick but it's all good all edible because it's only food coloring um so obviously the flowers probably aren't edible but they weren't to start with um so yes and they do look really pretty um we lined ours up on the kitchen windowsill and they just looked so pretty in their glasses um and uh yeah so just give it a go uh send me pictures of any that you've done because they're just perfect and it's such great fun making different coloured um celery or flowers so have fun <laughs> oh my goodness me right let's see what days is today it is Tuesday, it is a work day, it is the 11th of July. <laughs> what other day is it? Oh, just so you know as well, my t-shirt site is nearly up and running. So exciting. Um, my friend who has the fat unicorn um, with the rhinoceros uh, logo, um, he did his his my my daughter can't speak at the moment my daughter and him have been designing shirts um for his thing and um he has got some really good ones they are amazing um he's got star pupil um which is like a rabbit with a hand up in the air um so cute and then it's got um a dinosaur building like an um a big tyrannosaurus rex is building a bridge now that one comes from or is based on my son the star pupil is based on my daughter and the the tyrannosaurus rex one is based on my son because it's um he loves building things and he loves dinosaurs so kind of um mixed the the two of them um and uh but yeah uh so they've actually he's got quite a few so if you want to take a look at it it's um team tea mill the the actual place is called um but if you look at fat unicorn and find the one that's got the dinosaur not the dinosaur the rhinoceros um on with a, wearing a t-shirt so funny but anyway um just so you know that my sh shirt site my t-shirt t-shirt site will be up and running very shortly so you'll be able to purchase t-shirts from me um and uh so they're just brilliant um still being you know still being sorted however um it will be up and running very very soon it's getting there believe me <laughs> and also um i still have um uh baseball caps um key rings oh what else do i have uh bu -bu -bu -bum. i've got like a little clock a little watch key ring and bookmarks so if any of you do want anything like that please let me know i can get quite a lot of different things um bottles and 
uh, drinking bottles and bags and things like that. So if any of you do want them, just let me know. Um, and I will definitely, I've sold quite a few of the, the bookmarks. Um, so I hope you're all enjoying the bookmarks. <laughs> they are wonderful. They're brilliant. Uh, anyway, enough of that. Um, so apparently today is Cow Appreciation Day. Wow. So go out dressed as a cow um, and appreciate them. Uh, or no, no sausages, no beef, no anything that comes from a cow. <laughs> so no milk. That's going to awful. I can't, I've got, can't go a day without milk. Um, so uh, just eat chicken because, <laughs> or vegetables, um, because appreciate the cow. Uh, so it's actually National Free Slurpee Day. So somewhere, somewhere there will be a store that is, I was going to say selling free Slurpees, but that's not right, is it? Uh, giving away free Slurpees because it's National Free Slurpee Day. Um, I'm not sure where anywhere around here is giving away free Slurpees, but go and find a store that is. Um, it's World Population Day, where people have got to think about, um, you know, possibly moving to the country or somewhere because everybody crowds into um, very, very overpopulated areas like towns and cities when really they could move i really would like to move to the country that would be so wonderful national swimming pool day Ooh. so um go swimming enjoy your swimming pool or your local swimming pool support your local swimming pool and lastly, it is National Blueberry Muffin Day. Love blueberry muffins. So I'm going to get some blueberry muffins on my way to work and I'm going to share them with my work colleagues. And I think I might also get some extra ones to bring home and share with the children when they've had their tea. They could have them for supper before they go to bed. Mm. Sounds good to me. <laughs> what kind of muffins do you like? Do you like fruit muffins? Do you like cheese muffins? I love cheese muffins. Um, what other kinds are there? Chocolate chip muffins or double chocolate chunk muffins. I love all muffins, but lemon ones, I think, are my favourite ones. Love lemon ones. So, tell me what your favourite muffin is, um, what your favourite flavour definitely is. Uh, right, I am going to read the next chapter of The Adventures of the Wishing Chair, which is Chapter four. So, chapter four is called The Ho-Ho Wizard. One day when Peter and Molly ran down to see Binky the Pixie in their playroom, they found him reading a letter and groaning loudly. 
What's the matter, Binky? said the children in surprise. Oh, I've had a letter from my cousin Gobbo, said Binky. Gobbo says that my village is very unhappy because a wizard has come to live there called Ho-Ho. He's a very horrid fellow and walks about saying ho-ho all the time, catching the little pixies to help him in his magic and putting all kinds of spells on anyone that goes against him. I feel very unhappy. Oh, Binky, we're so sorry, said the children at once. Can't we help? I don't think so, said Binky sadly, but I would very much like to go off in the wishing chair to my village next time it grows wings, if you don't mind. Of course, said the children. Then Molly cried out in delight and pointed to the magic chair. Look, it's growing wings now. Oh, how lovely it must have heard what we said. We'll all go, said Peter, feeling excited to think that yet another adventure had begun. Oh, no, said Binky at once. I'd better go alone. This wizard is a horrid one. He might well catch you as your clever children and then think how dreadful I would feel. I don't care, said Peter. We're coming. He and Molly went to the chair and sat firmly down in it. Binky went to it and sat down too, squeezing in between the two. You are such nice children, he said happily. The chair creaked and before it could fly off, the pixie cried out loudly, Go to the village of apple pie! It flew slowly out of the door, flapping its rose-red wings. The children were used to flying off in the magic chair now, but they were just as excited as ever. The village of apple pie! How magic it sounded! It didn't take them very long to get there. The chair put them down in the middle of the street, in the middle of the village street, and was at once surrounded by an excited crowd of pixies who shook hands with Pink Binky and asked him a hundred questions. He talked at the top of his voice, explained who the children were and why he had come. Then suddenly there was a great silence and everyone turned pale. The ho-ho wizard was coming down the street. He was a little fellow with a long flowing cloak that swirled out as he walked and showed its bright golden lining. On his head he wore a round tight cap set with silver bells that tinkled loudly. He wore three pairs of glasses on his long nose and a beard that hung in three pieces down to his waist. He really was a queer-looking fellow. Ho, ho, he said as he came near the pixies. What have we here? Visitors! And bless us all, this is a wishing chair, as sure as dogs have tails. Well, well, well. Nobody said anything at all. The wizard prodded the chair with a long stick and then turned to the children. Ho, ho, he said, blinking at them through his pairs of glasses. Ho, ho, so you have a magic chair. 
Pray come to have a cup of cocoa with me this morning and I will buy your chair from you. But we don't want to sell it, began Peter at once. The wizard turned on him and from his eyes there came what looked like real sparks. He was very angry. How dare you refuse me anything, he cried. I will turn you into a... We will come in half an hour, stammered Binky, pushing Peter behind him. Oh, this boy did not understand how important you are, Sir Wizard. said the wizard and stalked off, his cloak flying out behind him. Now what are we to do, said Peter in dismay. Can't we get into the chair and fly off, Binky? Do let's. No, no, don't, cried all the pixies at once. If you do, Ho-Ho will punish the whole village and that will be terrible. Please stay here and help us. Come to my cousin Gobbo's cottage and let us think, said Binky. So the two of them went with him and Gobbo, who was really very like Binky, to of a, a little crooked cottage <clears throat> excuse me, at the end of the village. It was beautifully neat and clean and the children sat down to eat coconut cakes and drink lemonade. Everyone was rather quiet. Then Peter's eyes began to twinkle and he leaned over to Gobbo. I say, Gobbo, have you by any chance got a spell to put people to sleep? he asked. Of course, said Gobbo, puzzled. Why? Well, I have a fine plan, said Peter. What about putting old Ho-Ho to sleep? Well, what's the use of that, said Binky and Gobbo. Well, when he's asleep, we'll pop him into the magic chair, take him off somewhere and leave him, and then go home by ourselves, said Peter. That would get rid of him for you, wouldn't it? My goodness, that's an idea, cried Binky, jumping up from his seat in excitement. <gasps> Gobbo, if only we could do it. Listen, where's the sleepy spell? Here, said Gobbo, opening a drawer and taking out a tiny yellow thing, like a mustard seed. Well, Peter has a bag of chocolate, said Binky, and he could put the sleepy spell into one of them and give it to Ho-Ho. But how do we know he'll take the right chocolate? asked Molly. Oh, we'll empty out all of them except one, answered Binky, and that one Peter shall carry in the bag in his hand, and he must carry it as though it was something very precious indeed, and Ho-Ho is sure to ask him what it is. And if Peter says it's a very special chocolate that he's not going to part with or something like that, the old wizard is sure to be greedy enough to take it from him and eat it. Then he will fall asleep and will take him off in the chair to old Dame Tap-Tap, who will be so pleased to have him. He once tried to turn her into a ladybird, so I don't think she will let him go in a hurry. Good idea, cried everyone, and Gobbo danced around the room so excitedly that he fell over the coal scuttle and sent the fire irons clanking to the floor. 
That made them all laugh, and they felt so excited that they could hardly empty out Peter's bag of chocolates on the table and choose one for the sleepy spell. They chose a chocolate with a violet on top because it looked so grand. Peter made a little hole in it and popped in the spell. Then he left the rest of the chocolates with Gobbo. He said he would enjoy them very much put the violet one into the bag and went off to get the wishing chair with the others. It was still standing in the marketplace, its red wings hanging down, for it was tired. Peter and Binky thought they might as well carry it to Ho-Ho's cottage, which was only in the next street. So off they went, taking it on their shoulders. Ho-Ho was waiting for them, his wily face watching from a window. He opened the door and they all went in with the chair. I see you have brought me the chair, said Ho-Ho. Very sensible of you. Now sit down and have a cup of cocoa. He poured out some very thin cocoa for them, made without any milk, and looked at them all sharply. He saw at once that Peter was holding something very carefully in his hand, which he did not even put down when he was drinking his cocoa. What have you got in your hand? he asked. Something I want to keep, said Peter at once. Show me, said the wizard eagerly. No, said Peter. Show me, ordered the wizard angrily. Peter pretended to be frightened and at once put the paper bag on the table. The wizard took it and opened it. He took out the chocolate. Ho, ho, the finest chocolate I ever saw, he said, and licked it to see what it tasted like. Oh, don't eat it, don't eat it, cried Peter at once, pretending to be most upset. It's mine. Well, now... It's mine, said the wizard, and he popped it into his mouth and chewed it up. And no sooner had he swallowed it than his head began to nod, his eyes closed, and he snored like twenty pigs grunting. The spell has worked, the spell has worked, cried Peter, jumping about in excitement. Now, Peter, there's no time to jump and yell, said Pinky hurriedly. The spell may stop at any time and we don't want to wake up the wizard till we've got him to Dame Tap-Taps. Help me to put him into the chair. Between them, they dumped the sleeping wizard into the chair. Then Molly sat on one arm, Peter sat on the other and Pinky sat right on the top of the back. To Dame Tap-Tap, he cried, and at once the wishing chair flapped its idle wings, flew out of the door and up into the air, cheered by all the pixies in the village. What a thrill that was! In about five minutes, the chair flew downwards again to a small cottage set right on the top of a windy hill. It was Dame Tap-Tap's home. The chair flew down to her front door, outside which there was a wooden bench. The three of them pulled the snoring wizard out of the chair and put him on the bench. Then Binky took hold of her knocker and banged it hard four times. Rat tat tat tat! He yelled at the top of his voice, Dame Tap Tap, there's a present for you! 
Then he and the children bundled into the wishing chair again and off they flew into the air, leaning over to see the old dame crying out in astonishment and delight when she opened the door and found the wizard Ho-Ho sleeping outside. <gasps> what a shock for him when he gets up, said Binky with a grin. Well, children, a many, many thanks for your help. You've saved Apple Pie Village from a very nasty fellow. It will be nice to think of him dusting Dame Tap-Tap's kitchen and getting water from her from the well. I guess she'll make him work hard. Ho, 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 roared the children as their chair flew down to their playroom. Ha, 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 perhaps the wizard won't say ho, ho, quite so much to Dame Tap. No, he might get a spanking if he did, grinned Binky. Well, here we are. See you tomorrow, children. <laughs> Oh dear, um, they were very, very clever getting rid of the Ho-Ho Wizard. Um, what a lovely, lovely name, Apple Pie Village. Oh, I'd love to live somewhere app called Apple Pie Village. My brother used to live in a um, place called Cherry Tree, uh, Cherry Tree Lane? Yeah, Cherry Tree Lane. Um, and it always reminded me of Mary Poppins. <laughs> I think he they live in Cherry Tree Avenue or something, don't they, in Mary Poppins? Um, and it was such a lovely, lovely road, Cherry Tree Lane. So, um, and it was indeed, had loads and loads of cherry trees, which are absolutely fine, apart from when they flower, um, the blossoms fall all over the um, road and all over the path and then when it rains they are very very slippery so you have to be very careful <laughs> oh my goodness me anyway um i enjoyed the ho-ho wizard um and do you know what we've got birthdays coming up for tomorrow and the next day all these birthdays honestly so don't forget if you do want um to, there'll be a question on the end of this story um asking what flavor your favorite muffin is and also um if you can have any dessert what would it be uh also if you want any of the um shirts or hats or bags or anything that's got the logo on then please let me know um and i will go and i'll see you all again tomorrow uh so same time same place but make sure that until then you take care and stay safe bye for now <laughs>